Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Enjoy great deals on an award-winning Honda at your local area Honda dealer. Or visit us online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, hackers, hackers, and more hackers. More data breaches and what to do about them. Also, robots coming for your jobs. And Monopoly goes high-tech. All this and more coming up. Summa Health, which operates hospitals, doctor's offices, and medical facilities throughout Northeast Ohio, is sending letters to more than 500 patients whose private data, including Social Security and driver's license numbers, was stolen. They say it happened as a result of phishing attacks on employee emails between August of 2018 and March of this year. As a result, they'll offer free credit monitoring and identity protection services for people whose data was compromised. In Florida, Lake City and Riviera Beach City both got hit by ransomware attacks. That happened just six months after the same thing happened here in Akron, Ohio. But what makes their situation different is that they actually paid the ransom demands while Akron did not. Matt Piper and Jamarlo Phillips from CBS have more. $600,000. It's how much a Palm Beach suburb is paying in ransom to hackers who took over its computer system. The Riviera Beach City Council in Florida voted unanimously to pay the hackers' demands, believing they had no choice if they wanted to get the records back. The hackers got into the city's system when an employee clicked on an email link that allowed them to upload malware. The council also voted to spend almost $1 million on new computers and hardware after hackers captured the city's system three weeks ago. Matt Piper, CBS News. Lake City Mayor Stephen Witt says the city will pay cyber attackers $460,000 to get its computer system back. I would have never dreamed this could have happened, especially in a small town like this. Witt says an employee in City Hall infected machines across his network by opening an email. The city decided to pay the hackers after talking with the FBI and its insurance company. Our insurance will cover all of it except for 10000 He says what is left will be citizens' responsibility. It wouldn't impact them directly today or tomorrow. You know, insurance rates probably will go up. But that's not all. Hackers are reportedly demanding a ransom from Georgia officials after forcing the state to shut down some of its court websites. WGCL-TV's Trace and Bragg reports. Cyber expert Greg Evans tells me the hackers could have potentially been inside the court system well before the ransomware was discovered. When they say that nobody's information is stolen, you don't know that. Only thing you know is, is when the ransomware took place. He says in many cases, ransomware is used to cover up other illegal cyber activity. And if a hacker then takes those IP logs, deletes them, or encrypts them, then you can't get to them. Evans says the criminal responsible may not even be a hacker. There are websites out there that will rent you ransomware. 
Meanwhile, a new report done by professional services and consulting firm Sikich shows that 50% of the more than 300 manufacturing companies they recently surveyed reported they'd been breached in the past 12 months, and yet many of them are still not doing enough to protect themselves against cyber attacks. We talked to Sikich Director of Cyber Practice, Christopher Hartley. The groups that had reported the breaches, those groups did not have investment dollars in a strong security program that some of the larger manufacturers who were above 500K in total revenue had. What kind of conclusion did you draw as a result of the comments or responses that you got? Well, I think that there needs to be a better focus on cybersecurity. Basically, if you have a computer network, you're a target. It doesn't matter if you make paper or you make plastic bowls or whatever. If an attacker can gain access to your network and basically ransom you off to basically shut down your operations and hold you for ransom until you pay something, you're going to be a target. It doesn't matter how large or how small you are. So the basic things that we are looking at is that everybody is a target and everybody has to be vigilant and it has to take some level of appropriate steps to actually reduce their risk to their environment. When it comes to the types of attacks that people are experiencing, you mentioned ransomware. That's one kind. But how about a kind that's a little bit more subtle than that where they just infiltrate the network and then steal proprietary information? You have phishing attacks, which you email. You have social engineering exercises where people can gain access to subterfuge. Uh, and you also have some of the other types of players out there. You know, you I always have you know, state agencies or state players that are looking for other stuff like industrial espionage. Recognizing all that and also factoring in the fact that so many of the attacks we're being told are coming from state actors, say like Iran or China or Syria, other places where they have enormously sophisticated hackers on their end. Is there any hope that we can be protected against that? There's always hope. I mean, again, it all just comes down to... I keep repeating myself, but it really it comes down to the same point is being diligent, knowing what you're opening if you get something, knowing what's on your network, having the sophistication of being able to generate logs off of your critical systems and having those logs reviewed, and training. I mean, everything comes down to just diligence, training, and having an adequate security budget to put in the processes, tools, and hiring the correct amount of people who are internet experts and security experts. Yeah, that was really interesting what you just mentioned there, the point about knowing what's going on on your network. I think a lot of people probably just don't. That's right. And they don't know until it's too late. And that's when we really get involved. Fortunately, it's when they've had a breach and like, you know, how did this happen? How can we prevent it? And it really goes down to the financial investment and the training that they need to basically sustain their environment, make it secure. Now, speaking of manufacturing, a report by Oxford Economics suggests that robots could replace up to 20 million manufacturing jobs worldwide by 2030. BBC News correspondent Rory Sellen-Jones has more. Oxford Economics has looked back over the last 20 years and found that 1.7 million manufacturing jobs worldwide have been lost to robots. Now it's predicting an acceleration in automation, with 20 million jobs at risk by 2030. The research company says extra economic growth will mean as many jobs are created as lost, but poorer regions will lose out. The report says the robots are moving out of the factories and into all sorts of service industries. 
Also today, a new way to deal with stress. I'm Bob Carson with the Discovery Files from the National Science Foundation. Stress, being under a lot of it, can cause an overload. Stress can help you move forward or stop you in your tracks. Even worse, it can make you sick. How'd you like to have your own personal stress tester? A new device developed by engineers at the University of Cincinnati just needs a little sweat, blood, urine, or saliva to measure your stress hormones anytime, anywhere using ultraviolet light. While not as complete as a full laboratory test, it can conveniently tell you when you've crossed the tracks into stress town. Potentially dangerous levels, and you should seek help. The team has been working at the forefront of biosensors for a while. This one's unique because it measures not only one stress biomarker, but several, and works with different bodily fluids. Once commercially developed, it'll most likely be available as a point-of-care unit, so you can test yourself as often as you like. Because of an association with everything from heart disease to mental health conditions and the stealthy way it can sneak up on you, stress is known as the silent killer. Now it has a voice. Simple, straightforward. The new device could be a totally less stressful way to keep tabs on your health. And I can't stress that enough. Discover more research with funding from the National Science Foundation at NSF.gov. Now let's talk about cars, but not just any old cars. These are special. Cars that put themselves in park. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET's Roadshow. It sounds simple, putting your car in park and turning it off when you're about to get out. But Toyota is going to make it simpler. Their cars will do it themselves. Many 2020 model year Toyotas will automatically shut off their engine if left parked and running for too many minutes. Pretty obvious, you say. But what about with hybrids that can often be in running mode yet make no noise because their engine is paused? Similar is a new feature found in some 2020s that will automatically put the Toyota in park when you exit the driver's door. BMW's had a similar, and to many owners, infuriating feature like this for some years. The idea is to prevent rollaways, especially in an era when virtually all cars have automatic transmissions and tend to creep. The bigger picture is that all of these are also tiny steps toward autonomous cars. That label doesn't just apply to going down the road. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. A beloved board game is going digital. Well, at least part of it is. Deborah Rodriguez has more. How did I make it big? I know how. Rich Uncle Pennybags is doing away with those treasured pastel-colored banknotes to offer digital banking. Players press a button on a top hat in the middle of the board to command a voice assist Mr. Monopoly to manage all the buying and selling. When you say a command like pay rent on Marvin Gardens, Uncle Pennybags moves the payment to an opponent's account. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your northern Ohio Honda dealers. Enjoy great deals on an award-winning Honda at your local area Honda dealer. Or visit us online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.